<laughs> all right, welcome everyone to Joe Start All Stars, a podcast by four spider licking nerds for all of you spider licking nerds out there. As always, I'm Joey Foils. I'm Grant. <laughs> I'm Tim. And I'm making a face right now. Yeah. And today, we're, that's right, Victor. Today we're here to talk to you about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure: Diamond Is Unbreakable, Episode 14. Let's go to the manga's artist house. Plus, part. Part one of Let's Go to the Manga Artist. Why is yeah. that so hard to say right now? You, know, you want to take the fast of that one? No. No. Okay. One take. One take. <laughs> it's the Rohan episode and this JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Watch Along podcast where we watch every single episode and just make bad jokes because we're bad people watching a bad show. At least I'm right? better than Rohan. Am I a bad person? I, well, I may be a bad person, but I'm not... <laughs> As bad as a spider-licking nerd. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you signed up for, Victor. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. I'll, have, I'll have you know, I've never not once licked a spider. <laughs> and I will Wait. continue to never do so. Oh, oh, so you just swallow them whole? Yes, <laughs> of course. <laughs> you gotta chew them first. No! I want them to know fear when they go down my <laughs> throat. <laughs> No, they're going to stop halfway and then start making the spider web. Oh, yeah, no. Look, Tim, those <laughs> bowel blockages like you've been experiencing. <laughs> spider, spider webs? webs? <laughs> we've, we've solved the case. No, it just keeps me tight on the inside. I, 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 <laughs> I'm just I'm working backwards. Solving the case with spider web bowel blockage is just... <laughs> what was the mystery? I don't want to know. <laughs> like, there's no parlor scene where that makes, like... <laughs> I hate that. Well, well, obviously, you swallow seven spiders in your sleep every day, right? <laughs> every single yeah, day. Yeah, that, that's the statistics right there. <laughs> Wasn't that because of spiders, George, who eats 10,000 spiders a day? That tweet. Oh, that, that is the oldest it. meme that has ever existed on this podcast. <laughs> You're bringing out the old meme chest. I've only heard that one recently. Uh, that's because you weren't on Tumblr for the longest time. That's fair. Okay, so what were we doing again? Uh, oh, we're we're doing the Koichi episode. Yeah, Koichi episode. I Like... I'm so mad that this is a Koichi episode because I love Koichi and I hate this episode. <laughs> I'm more mad that it's a Hasamata episode. Uh, yeah. When did Hasamata and Koichi become friends? They didn't. When, it was about this time that Hasamata lost two feet in height. Yeah, I was just about to say that. It, was he always this short? No. No. Uh, I, you know when you know when Jotaro punched the shit out of him and he <laughs> heals him to make him like different and weird? He made him smaller. Oh my god, he just ripped but, out sections of his spine and then rehealed him. That's terrifying. Good. It's what he deserves. He's at practically he, Koichi height now. He at least is he has Koichi more, height. At least he has more belts. That's gotta be a pain he has to get on in the morning. <laughs> Look, Koichi's having a really rough day, guys. Can we just can we just be supportive of our friend Koichi here? He just doesn't look like he's doing too well. <laughs> you know what'll cheer him up though? His good friend Hazamata. Oh my god! <laughs> like and this nerd's like, hey, you read comics, dude? Yeah, Hazamata sure. is so desperate for any form of human interaction at this point. <laughs> It's because like, he lost his imaginary friend. I don't think he can use his stand without the fucking 
puppet thing. Good. I also think he lost his only other form of human interaction uh, of the Red Hot Chili Peppers guy. <laughs> Was he just? Oh, uh, do you think? Do you think they hang out? They they were hanging out. Oh, that's exactly it. We were wondering why Hasamata did anything for him, but he was just like one of those abusive not friends that was taking advantage of the lonely incel. (laughs) I almost feel bad for him if I didn't give a shit. No, we should not feel bad for Hasamata, but that doesn't mean that Red Hot Chili Peppers wasn't also a terrible person. So how how long till I get to see Hasamata braid with a brick? Uh... (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if we see Hazamata again after these two episodes. <laughs> Thank fucking Christ. Look, if you were Hazamata in these two episodes, would you stick around Morio ever again? Like... No. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he still in town? Why no, is he his... allowed to roam the streets? His best friend Koichi is here. He has to stay. He tried to murder a man. Nah, just <laughs> let bygones be bygones. Look, look Jessica didn't report it. He didn't press charges. I... Who would he press charges to? <laughs> There's no cops. The Speedwagon's Foundation could disappear him in an instant. That's, that's true. <laughs> They're driving around town with a burlap sack, <laughs> just waiting for Jotaro's call. Like, someone's got to feed the snake magnet. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, glory to the snake magnet. Give him this child. <laughs> yeah, the truth is, Josuke did, forgot Hazamata existed. Like, after they left that hospital, they just left his brain entirely. <laughs> yeah, he does seem to barely remember that the main characters exist, so. <laughs> It's like they forget... It's like they forget these people exist once they just leave their mind. Like, these people are still stand users in your town. You didn't kill them. It's a Except for maybe op- Angelo. That, that one's dealt with. Hey, hey, Okuyasu remembers one of the other stand users later. Next episode. Yeah, he does, actually. <laughs> Don't believe it. God. So, Hasamata strikes up a conversation with his good friend Koichi, where it turns out they have the same taste in manga. Midnight yeah. Pink Boy, right? <laughs> I I would love to know what this manga is about. <laughs> it's a horror suspense manga. I, is it? With that fucking child on the front of it? In the top oh. hat? I don't understand. <laughs> It's Pink Dark Boy, I'm sorry. Pink Dark Boy. Pink Dark Boy. I love Pink Dark Boy. Sure. Pink Dark Boy sounds exactly like the title of something that calls you out as a nerd immediately. Pink Dark Boy sounds like the name of like a BL Dojin. Like there that is nerd media one hundred percent. You you say to somebody, Do you like Pink Dark Boy? That is like baiting to insult them. Uh, Only true anime fans don't read Pink Dark Boy. (laughs) (laughs) It's really the fan base that's the intolerable part. The show's actually not that bad. Yeah. (laughs) Are we talking about JoJo? (laughs) (laughs) No, but the the fan base is actually fun for JoJo. Yeah, JoJo fan base is like full, like... I've not seen anybody really bitch about anything other than girl season, and that's probably just because it's girl season and, and people, people are terrible. The fan base is intolerable. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Look, at the very least, they're not raiding McDonald's for Szechuan sauce. <laughs> to yeah, be fair, exactly. Jesus. 
if I had the Szechuan sauce, I would have sold it at exorbitant prices. Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a dickwad. I mean, that's <laughs> that just, commodity price spiked pretty hard. And I don't. <laughs> I don't know. The longer JoJo goes on, the more likely we're to see somebody get turned into a pickle. I'm not. God, really, I hope so. Not really excited. It'll be the funniest shit we ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh. <laughs> oh, you're approaching me. I can't turn into a pickle if I don't get closer to you. Dude. <laughs> God, Yare, Yare does it. Tim just posted a fucking manga page of Hazamata and Koichi freaking out about Rohan living in Morio, and. <laughs> Koichi looks like he is approximately 18 inches tall, and Hazamata <laughs> is not much taller than that. What the fuck is going on here? I, I see. If you hold up, held up Actone Baby next to Koichi, Actone Baby would actually be bigger. <laughs> well, 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 you see, every chapter, Araki has been making Koichi one inch shorter, and just yeah, seeing it, how uh, long he can get away with this. Yes. He I, hasn't gotten away with it ever! <laughs> yeah, the problem is someone probably talked to him about this day one and he just kept doing it. <laughs> yeah, his editor is like, hey, I think Koichi's a little short in this. Can you make him a little taller? And then just next issue, even shorter. It I'll took show a foot him. off instead of an inch. He's like, oh. And then the editor this was is payback like... for making me make a dog a main character. <laughs> <laughs> And then the editor's face turned into a book. (laughs) (laughs) So, the plot of this episode is... Oh, well, first, I gotta call out. While Hasabata's having a flashback about how he heard about Rohan, uh, we get a a cameo with Cheap Tricks user in the background. Yeah, he's the guy who tell, like... Oh, yeah, that guy, Rohan, lives at XYZ Street. (laughs) 321 Evergreen Terrace. It seems like him. Yeah. What? He's the Simpsons? Yeah, no, it was. They just threw out an address, a choking address. Oh, okay. That was the joke. Oh. Yeah. Anyways, they have the stupid (laughs) idea of going to track down this man's house. Yeah, you know? Knocking on the door just to hassle somebody at their own home. If Iraqi lived in our town. Oh God! I'd have yeah. the thought. I'd have the thought of yeah. being like, oh, well, "I'd I stay go away." Get the dumbest JoJo memorabilia signed. Let's see if I can make this happen. <laughs> let's, let's see if we can make this work. Can you sign Lord Cars's ass for me? <laughs> <laughs> That's precisely where my mind went. <laughs> like I'm gonna get a Cars like action figure, and I'm gonna ask him to sign his ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's the world's most perfect ass after all <laughs> uh, maybe an angelo stone can you sign this angelo stone <laughs> for me? he signed this dead dog <laughs> and that's <laughs> where i would grant thank you <laughs> uh, so they go and we what we get is a jump a, scare? A really traumatic doorbell ringing scene <laughs> where it just keeps zooming in on Koichi's like, uh, uh, the scene lasts like 30 seconds of him getting ready to ring the doorbell. <laughs> I, I do need y'all to look at this manga panel oh. of, of Rohan coming out of the door and grabbing Koichi's hand. Yeah, and him <laughs> not being a person, being like a lizard monster. <laughs> yeah, he looks well, like a fucking yeah. mannequin. Ugh. So I, before Koichi can even ring the doorbell, 
Rohan reaches out and grabs his arm. Was Rohan just waiting there for someone to knock at his door? I would literally shit my pants. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, just like done. full, full on pudding sling. Like I, I <laughs> would not know what to do. I would just shit myself right then and there. Look, if that happened. <laughs> what, Tim? He shits himself in defense. Oh. <laughs> oh, I thought you were starting a sentence with that. No. Yeah. yeah, a serial killer wouldn't want to kill me at that point, right? Of course not. I was like, oh, this guy smells. He shat himself. Like, this just seems so dangerous because if this happens to me, I am slamming that door on that man's wrist. <laughs> I will destroy this manga artist's head. I don't care. The look on Rohan's face is terrifying. It's these it's hollow green upsetting. eyes. I. All right. I fucking hate Rohan. But <laughs> do, you, do you really hate Rohan? I really hate. I really hate Rohan. It's funny because every other character hates Rohan too, <laughs> and rightfully so. Rohan's uh really awful. Uh, Victor, so... would you believe that Rohan <laughs> comes back later? Yes. Yes, because like unlike in Stardust, where we were disposing of our stand users left and right this disposing season is the right to, word yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> this season appears to have a much uh much what more plans for Hold keeping on. them around yeah i, I, I see this sorry <laughs> you were making a very good point but sorry tim posted a picture of goichi's legs <laughs> and he's, he's through they're <laughs> doll shoes on hams. Hams. <laughs> the fucking just parachute pants going nuts here. I don't understand. Like, the biology of this is terrifying. I, so the, the way I look at this episode is like, you know, we just had let's go eat Italian food. And like, they're, like they're trying to do it again. But like, I know he's evil the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I know you're trying to do this, but opposite, Araki, and I don't have fallen for it. <laughs> oh, man, I know. I mean, how could he be evil? Everyone knows manga artists are the most powerful and intelligent people in the world. Oh, my oh. God. This is just Araki stroking his ego. It's just Araki stroking something. Is this a self-insert character? This is, really, do you think the manga ca- artist character... It's a self-insert for the manga artist. Now, if it was for anybody else, I would think it wasn't because of how psychotic this character is. <laughs> but considering but, we're dealing with Hirohiko Araki, this it feels, could be, it feels kind of appropriate. This could be tame. This could be a glimpse into the, into the mind behind, <laughs> behind the veil. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we through the looking glass. We haven't even talked about how much of a lunatic Rohan fucking dresses like. Oh I, yeah, he's a stand user. You no, think? I, I, I like how he's dressed. He's I like got his a purple and zigzag, green. zigzag pattern, like lime green headband to go with his green, dark green hair. He's got pendive earrings. He's got like a tunic. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I love the earrings. He's got They're a so long good. pulled out like norm. Doesn't it, it has a weird ass collar? His pink, pink purple shirt has a weird ass collar, and then has like a weird vest tunic thing over top of it. I, I do, I dig his outfit. It's I, I'm into it though. No, this is high fashion. His hairstyle is like he has a comb a, over, 
a fade, but it's like an extreme fade with a comb over. Yeah. Okay, real talk, his hair is straight out of Yu-Gi-Oh, right? <laughs> sure. <Yeah. laughs> this is some Yu-Gi-Oh hair. <sighs> so uh, so what kind of de- what kind of Yu-Gi-Oh deck would he use? I I don't know enough about Yu-Gi-Oh to fake this cover. <laughs> yeah, Pot of Greed! D- it allows <laughs> him to draw two additional cards. Excellent. I play this. Pot of Greed! It allows me to draw two new cards to refresh my hand. What does Pot of Greed do? You know, he's probably a purist. He probably uses, like, Yu-Gi's exact original deck. I don't know. Toontown deck. What? So, no. Rohan, Rohan lets them in because he's like, oh... Sorry, child, whose wrist I just grabbed in the most upsetting way possible. You're just here for some autographs? Hmm. Here, come upstairs while I get my signing pen. (laughs) And then Koichi leaves. He says, yeah, sure, I'd be happy to sign some autographs for you. As just, like, the lights come up in his house, and it's, like, the colors come in in normal, like, saturation. Everything outside has been this, you know, sunset yellow tint to it, and the inside of his house was, like dark black until this moment when just suddenly look my house is so inviting it's also yeah. a different color palette than outside which is pretty cool yeah so he takes them upstairs and we get them geeking out about a setup so rohan says he can he's moved here in morio for story ideas and he can do this because he can just fax his images over is he submitting his manuscripts via fax to be yep. printed in like weekly show to jump yep. <laughs> he has to do it like two or three times so it gets worse and worse there, there is no way the resolution keeps up what like we were getting some deep fried manga this way <laughs> nowadays that would still give terrible quality yeah like one eight, 180p like <laughs> god it's like a handout you get from a teacher that had an image on it but it's now just <laughs> well i'm pretty i'm pretty sure he sends the shit in and then like somebody will physically come get it no. because they had him doing that in an earlier scene no they yeah, were they giving did. it back to him mm. They were like, we're not faxing this back to you. We were going to give you as good a copy as you gave us. We're not frying this again. God. Look, the crispiness adds character to his manga. Now, I could actually no, see that it's... if it was like a horror manga, really deep frying. It could add something. Look, crisp is not the word I would use to describe these lines after this process. Crunchy, maybe. (laughs) There is an important distinction between those two textures, yes. I I am confused, because in the anime, Rohan grabs a spider off of Hazumata's jacket. Uh Uh-huh. And in the manga, that is very clearly a tick. Maybe Araki hadn't eaten a spider yet. And this was him, like, coming, like, mentally coming to eating a spider when he drew this. Oh, but God. that is very clearly. Oh, so you're, you're saying he, he could only draw a tick because he had licked a tick before, so he could draw that. Absolutely. And it was no longer fresh <laughs> in his mind, so when they went to do the anime, they had to make it a spider. So they could get that fresh spider taste into the product. A fresh spider taste. Fresh spider <laughs> 
taste. Yeah, uh, so Rohan's a fucking lunatic. Refreshing. No, he, this is a serial killer man. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he, he's talking to these boys, and he, he's holding a spider that's squirming in his fingers. And, and so he's he like, takes oh, an exacto knife and cuts it open. He yeah, needs to experience hurts. things in order to truly capture their essence and draw them. And it's then just... he t- takes a knife, cuts open the spider, and then licks the shit out of it. He starts rooting around inside of it. Well, uh, if you're trying to convince uh, two, two manga nerds to never come to your house again, I get it. <laughs> All right, I wrote a note here that I had forgotten that just said... Yeah, kids, you gotta eat a lot of spiders if you want to get ahead in the manga business. <laughs> hey, you know how we were talking about Araki drawing Koichi smaller and smaller every uh, every chapter? Yeah. It looks like he's drawing Hazamata smaller and smaller every fucking frame of this episode. <laughs> like it go- All right, it goes back and like shows like. It shows all three characters in the same room, and Nasumata is now exactly the same height as Koichi. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting smaller and smaller. He's oh shrinking before our eyes. God, do you so... Think... <laughs> Go ahead. Do you think Rohan? Rohan's already using his powers on them? No, this is just pure Rohan. This because... is just him, unfiltered. Hazamata. He, he... Okay, no. He doesn't take just one lick of the spider. Oh, yeah. He, he lero-leros it. He like, really goes after it. Lero, lero, lero. this display of spiderling is really just... Hazamata pukes. Arachnolingus? No, that's mixing roots. God damn it, Joey. <laughs> I wish I we had been spiderling the stairs now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> that would have been much better. My four yeah. spiderlingus nerds for all you spiderlingus nerds out there. How did you know about my secret fetish of monster women? It's not so secret. <laughs> uh, so many anyway, legs. Hazamata Hazem- totally yarts is in the floor. <laughs> vagina. <laughs> We are on like seven different tracks right now. <laughs> <laughs> As we all just start shouting out different references. Azamata, <laughs> are you going to clean that up? <laughs> just... No. It's real for Rohan. <laughs> Rohan can draw it later. So Rohan's normal human reaction to Azamata puking on his carpet is, Oh, that's beautiful. Let me capture this image. <laughs> Hold it, hold it. And then Hazelada, like ruins it by faking. Bah! I, I, oh, you ruined it. No, yeah, no, I can't get it up anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Understandable. It is Hazamata. Like I do want bad things to happen to Hazamata. Yeah, but he, I don't he care. deserves it. So Ron's like, "All right, I'll get y'all some tea." And Koichi's like, "Hey, Hazamata." I'm getting a bad feeling about this. <laughs> I'm going to go. <laughs> we should leave. What do you mean? This is our chance to read the newest chapter of Pink Dark Boy. And oh, Koichi's no. like, yeah, but did you see the way that guy just tongue-fucked a spider? <laughs> <laughs> Man, that Crunchyroll export must be a lot different than mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm watching the uncensored Blu-ray. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Oh, no, you, you tongue-fucked, you're watching a fan sub. 
<laughs> Which is better, actually. I think that makes it better. God, uh. Like, Asamata completely dismisses Koichi's concerns here. <laughs> yeah, no, that- can, I t- can I talk for a moment about how much I love this studio, though? Oh, it's like there's a nice, spacious studio, a very well furnished. Uh, uh, Rohan got ahead by becoming a member of the Illuminati. It seems. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the giant pyramid bookcase. It's pretty good. I, what is that? He has like an like a tray with like an elephant and like candlesticks on it. Yeah, it's his writing desk. Yeah, it's his uh, sacrificial elephant altar. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I kill kill small children who come to my house and look at my manga. This brings up a good question. How does Rohan know what his power does? Like, I, he doesn't strike me as someone who gets a lot of visitors. Uh, probably <laughs> happened to an editor once upon a time. <laughs> what has yeah, he been doing to his editors? <laughs> Convincing him he can work remotely and fax his manga. Oh, that's really easy. You just write it down on their face. <laughs> I one hundred percent. If unchecked, Rohan would have become a serial killer. Uh, <laughs> oh Rohan yeah, he was probably a serial killer before he got a stand. <laughs> Honestly, like. There's probably no more hookers in Morio because Rohan has killed them all. Tim, the, the hooker population of Morio went extinct long before Rohan showed up. Eat hooker, Kibishi Rohan. Like, wow, why is the, there's no homeless people or vulnerable populations in Morio because, they, like, the herd has been thinned already. <laughs> like, not a lot of pizza delivery drivers in Morio, not a lot of cab drivers. It kind of explains why everybody can afford a fucking man in here yeah because the population is not keeping up with housing demand <laughs> pizza pizza truck drivers like their average wage is like 300 dollars an hour <laughs> still not a lot of people taking it because but only, only last a week <laughs> you kind of have to be a stand user to be a pizza delivery guy here <laughs> Like, there's so many houses on the do not deliver list. <laughs> I love the idea that, yep, what are all these X's? Oh, those are just houses you shouldn't deliver to. Because the last person who went there never showed up, never came back. There's literally two houses we can deliver to anymore. <laughs> and they don't, they're lactose intolerant. <laughs> One of them only ever orders the salad. We keep lettuce just I- for them. I'm not going to put in that family guy cut again. <laughs> no, no. Oh, fuck. <laughs> scratch all of this. You know, if the cut housing market in Morio is really like this, then everything I said about Tonio getting that that spot in the cemetery for the low, low rent doesn't ring true anymore. No. Tonio just chose it. It's just for easy access to a cemetery. <laughs> you know this. We all know this. <laughs> oh, oh my god, I just noticed. In the screenshot I grabbed of uh, Rohan's desk, it has picture frames with just blank white <laughs> in the middle of it. Oh man, that's, that's serial killer. <laughs> Shit right all there. All the people that Rohan loves. <laughs> Empty picture frames. <laughs> Just like not just empty picture frames, but empty picture frames set up as if they had pictures in them. <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, it's man. like if someone had a heart locket around their neck that they always cherished, and there's just nothing inside. <laughs> a picture <laughs> of themselves as a child. Ooh, oh, that's... Ooh, don't like that. <laughs> there are ashes inside. When asked whose ashes they are, they say they don't know. No, they say, I, I own them. <laughs> Mine? What? Is that your blood? I own it. <laughs> I don't know where that joke is from, but the, I, all right. So uh, they decide uh, to pull a caper and read next week's issue ahead of time, and sure. it just blows them away. And they are not concerned by the like the fact that they turn grayscale. <laughs> Like, the, the pyrotechnics that come out of this, this the green energy animated. So like, maybe it's okay that he kills people. <laughs> they're cursed, right? Yeah, oh yeah, they, no. they're cursed when, to turn into books. That that that's it. Now you're. It a was book. worth it. The sheer <laughs> yeah. raw energy on this page. Oh, I feel so moved. The impacto. This is impacto the profundo. Arc. This is the worst Ark of the Covenant ever. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of melting their faces off of their skulls, it flaps their faces off of their skulls. Uh, Yeah, like, oh fuck! This is really upsetting, by the way. Like, I hate. Rohan catches them, and he says, "Oh, I guess my manuscript is compatible with you after all." What does like that means anything? It's upsetting to say, which good enough for Rohan, I guess. Yeah. It's because this is his stand, Heaven's Door. And you know what? Isn't that maybe just a music reference, Victor? Uh, It could be, if you want it to be. It's 30 music references. (laughs) For as many times as it's been covered, yeah. Yeah. Knocking on Rohan's door. So we're uh, going to be covering just the Guns N' Roses version, right? Joey, I, I can't believe you'd blow that and not save it. I know. The second that came out of my mouth, I'm like, God damn it. Now what am I going to come back on? Welcome back to JoJo's Bizarre Western Music Reference. This week, we're knocking on Heaven's Door. This simple, melancholy tune was originally written by folk rock legend Bob Dylan in 1973 for the movie Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid, a Sam Peckinpah film. The script from the movie was written by an acquaintance of Dylan's, and he asked Dylan to provide a few songs for the soundtrack. A few songs quickly transformed into Dylan doing the whole soundtrack and playing a minor role in the film. And though the resulting album was largely dismissed by critics, one song in particular captured the ears of listeners going to the top 20 in five different countries. It was Knockin' on Heaven's Door, a song that's been called an exercise in splendid simplicity. 
just two and a half minutes long. It features two sparse verses, one for each of the two title characters in the movie, and two choruses. No bridge, no solos, just 16 lines, and 10 of them are the title of the song. But in spite of how little there is here, or perhaps because of it, Knockin' on Heaven's Door became one of Dylan's best-loved songs, especially among his post-60s output. He delivers some of the clearest, most expressive vocals of his career, and the straightforward, unadorned lyrics about exhaustion and approaching death are given the proper room to resonate. Knockin' on Heaven's Door has been covered by numerous artists since its release, including The Grateful Dead, Wyclef Jean, Mungo Jerry, Warren Zevon, and even Avril Lavigne. There are two covers, however, that are especially notable for being actual charting singles. One is a version by Eric Clapton that's heavily reggae-styled, which went to number 38 in the UK. Gross. Can't stand it. The other notable cover is what is probably considered by many to be the definitive version of the song, a five-and-a-half-minute cover by Guns N' Roses. It was released as the second single from their 1991 album Use Your Illusion 2 and went to the top ten in over a dozen countries. It's a much more grandiose production, with slash guitar solos, a backing choir, a spoken word phone call, and Axl Rose doing his Axl Rose thing. And there is not much more to say about knocking on Heaven's Door, so we'll let you enjoy just that on the way out. They shouldn't have knocked, knocked, knocked on Rohan's door, right? Oh. Are you going back to edit out your first use of it? <laughs> no. <laughs> that is too much work. I'd rather do the same joke twice and hope that somebody does it a third time so it's funny. But the reference is Heaven's Door, so he made a Heaven's Door reference. <laughs> Fine. Just. All right, what? ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. This Look, is Morio Landmark number five. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mambo number five. Number five. Number five. Number five. Number five. Are we just making a dumb reference that like nobody's going to get? <laughs> Look, everyone knows Neil Sierra. He is a treasure, and he should be worshipped. Number five. I literally cut him in last episode. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> this guy's Rohan's house. Morio Landmark. Comic artist, Kishimi Rohan's house. Location, one minute's walk from the Kotodai 2nd Street bus stop. 
Grounds? A mansion with an attic situated on 340 square meters of land. Like, this place is gigantic. <laughs> Attempting to visit is futile, since Rohan will pretend to be out. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> but he did, didn't, though. Yeah. Somebody knocked on my door today, and I just let it go. Yep. <laughs> Fuck somebody that. almost rang my doorbell, and I grabbed his hand. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I would... Never, not once in a million years, ever be waiting at my front door to grab somebody's hand. I mean, <laughs> if that doorbell rings, it's a real power play to get people to stop soliciting. Now that I've like <laughs> thought this though, next time I invite one of y'all over, I am definitely waiting on the other side of my door till you walk up. <laughs> I'm doing I this to the next poor delivery driver that like drops something at my front door. I'm 100% just like waiting to just kick down your door then. <laughs> I did lose the element of surprise. God, just this doesn't work on normal people's houses because normal people's houses doors open inwards, right? Am I crazy? Uh, uh, Yeah, mine does. That's never something I've thought about, but I think it's true. Yeah, maybe it's because they're in the southern hemisphere. Oh, yeah. There. <laughs> A, that's not true. And B, that's not true. <laughs> so, books. <laughs> they tur- He turns Koichi and Hazamata into book monsters. Because I hate this-, this. It's like he has no skin, and all that's underneath is words and writing. Yeah, I, hate I hate it. 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 Face peels off is unsettling. At so best. This is how his his hands. Right? Yeah, his hands unraveling. It's never going to think... change, and he won't have to show people his manga work anymore. <laughs> it just works like this forever, right? <sighs> My ability can't physically harm you, so don't worry. You fucking liar. <laughs> you fucking liar. <laughs> what the fuck? Why would you just say that? <laughs> so what Rohan's power does is if you see his manga panels, I guess the the, the prime manuscript, you open up like books all around you, which Rohan can then read to know everything about you. Also, he can write things in it and make it true for you. It's terrifying. Uh, it, uh, this is awful, and I hate him, and I hate Rohan, and I hate this. <laughs> I think this is one of the most interesting and evocative Iraqi power we've seen in a long time. I like, agree. Stand power. Like, it's it's too much. It's too much. It is I, I too much. I can't fucking look at this. It's so bad. But like, it's kind of good though. It, I yeah, it kind of uh, is. <laughs> like, it's really really upsetting to see Koichi's face like this. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, you, you it's mean like his face like this. <laughs> God damn it, Tim! <laughs> no, stop! <sighs> stop! <sighs> Every time you like think you've seen all the weird flaps that have been created, you get another camera angle and like his ear is unfolding in a way that mm-hmm. don't like it. No. So <laughs> Rohan has done this so that he can get material for his manga. Thank God he's only had this power for three months. <laughs> oh my God. Do you think he was like dividing manga from people's entrails before this? Yeah, <laughs> like 
And then he discovered he had a stand, and he was like, oh, well, this is, like, way easier. <laughs> I know. Way less messy. <laughs> I don't even have to kill them this time. I mean, I, I will anyway. But... I'm going to anyway. But I don't have to. Now I get to do it for pleasure. Yeah. Yeah, but think of all the time he's losing, you know, pleasure from not licking people's entrails. He's still doing that. How do you think he reads? He reads a page, licks his finger, touches the page. No, he <laughs> licks the page and touches it with his finger. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, so uh, he starts reading Koichi's entire life history, and he's like, "What he, the he hell?" He him this? like a book. Stan, thank you, thank you, Grant. You did it. I... Oh, I missed it. What was it? <laughs> no, this has been four Spider Lingus nerds signing out for all of you. <laughs> he, he read Koichi like a book. What do you have? Uh, to, what do you have to hide, Koichi? It's written all over your face. You're a stand user. Can, can we move on from this scene? I really don't want to look at this anymore. I don't. I don't. I don't. Oh, it's the rest of the episode. Rohan is super inspired by what he reads from Koichi. Like, we get a montage of all the other characters in a way that's pretty good. We get, like, Rohan making some real good creepy faces and shocked faces. Koichi tries to strike back. Now, <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> 15 minutes later, and realizes he can't, because Rohan wrote in Koichi's face to say that Koichi Hirose cannot harm Rohan. He's like, I see, I wrote it right on your 11th page, and Koichi is probably thinking, what the fuck is my 11th page? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, 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 you want to see something terrible? Sure. If you, uh, yes. in, the, in the scene... Where he's showing Koichi what he wrote. Um, here, I'll I'll take a screen capture of it just so that you guys can really see what I'm talking about. But it zooms in, it zooms way the fuck in on the characters, and you uh-huh. can see the skin cells behind them. <laughs> oh, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, like it it zooms way in, and just behind every character, you can see the lines of the the borders between the cells. It's awful. Whoa. I fucking hate it. Oh yeah. <laughs> sure, that's not w- a wood pulp. <laughs> it's not. I do put I do put a lot of wood pulp in my koichi at home. <laughs> <laughs> you put a lot of wood in your koichi. I mean, I do. Look, <laughs> that's not for polite company. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rohan is super inspired by Koichi. So, he's like, I'll take a look at Hasumata. And, <laughs> mistake. <laughs> mistake. He is exactly as disgusting a person as we all knew. <laughs> Literally. What He's like, all right, you like to do things like, you like you take pleasure in attacking things weaker than yourself, such as kittens and small birds. You really want to rape a girl, but are too much of a coward. Like that's oh in God. the text here. I hate this. Yeah. I hate oh Hazamara. Why did they leave him alive? Uh, I hate Hazamara so much. I, uh, I, he's a despicable character, and nobody terrible. would like him if Rohan wrote about him. Yeah. Whereas Koichi is the best. And I'm so sorry that you have to be here for this, Koichi. It's Your scrotum just... often becomes sweaty during class. 
No! And then when you go to adjust it, <laughs> it excites you that one of your classmates might notice. Oh my no! god. Don't jack off in class. God. Uh, uh, anyways, uh, Rohan decides... starts crying into his yeah. paper. Understandable. Yeah. Do you think he gets it wet and he can't put <laughs> no. it back together? I don't oh. want to answer that question, Tim. No, does I don't it, want to think about that Does question. it run the ink so that he just loses parts of his life? Do the pages start to stick together? Like, I... <sighs> I'm, I'm sure Hazamata <laughs> no, knows all about pages sticking together. <laughs> God. <laughs> so, this entire scene is just Ro- Araki saying, through Rohan, how great of a manga character he made when he made Koichi. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this boy. He's amazing. He's the best character. The, Don't you the, love him? The best manga character I've ever seen. Everyone loves him. Like it's true. I mean, yes, he's not wrong, but does he have to say it? What he didn't need to do was rip out a page from his face oh, and have oh, yeah. spurt everywhere. God, no! Damn it! Yo. You have a Xerox machine right over there. Yeah, it's just <laughs> <on> his face. <laughs> Unnecessary. Wow, it takes takes copying, photocopying your ass cheeks to a whole new level. <laughs> God. The secrets they could tell. <laughs> no, he needs to die for Rohan's art. Uh, for oh some reason. He can't just keep him captive for like three hours. Nope. So we, before this happens, though, we get a uh, a nice long monologue from from Rohan about the that why he does is what he does. And it's like, you think I, I do this for fame and fortune? No, I do this so people will read it. And I'm like, Iraqi, <laughs> you motherfucker. You should like, <laughs> shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> come over is going down. a different direction now, too. <laughs> Did we go into the mirror world? What happened? Ugh. God. Anyway, he rips this page out of Koichi's face, and there's blood, and it's really fucking upsetting to me. And Rohan, like, just the laughing face he makes is just... <laughs> it's so... It's it something. On, it goes on for so long. I just love I the editing here, though. Just the, <laughs> the hard cut to them leaving the house with autographs. Oh, the editing I do want to call out, because we're getting, like, manga panel splashes and stuff with, with transitions. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Well, well done, David. Production, of course, like always. Yeah, but I yeah. really appreciate. I really appreciate in a speech. It has God like damn it, red Tim. Sl- <laughs> what you already changed your image to be that Koichi. God, fight. stop! <laughs> stop, man! I knew, I knew you're you so were gonna do it. These. I knew you were gonna do it too, and I'm still mad. <laughs> oh, I hate it now. I please change it again. I don't want to have to think about that every time I see your fucking icon. <laughs> <laughs> it's Aren't okay. you at least appreciative that it's not to mommy anymore? No, actually. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably going to make a big Josuke next episode, so. Um, probably true. <laughs> yeah, it smash cuts to them leaving, and this part's actually somehow more upsetting than the previous part, where they have no memory of what just happened. They're like, oh, yeah. Rohan's this cool guy. That was great. He gave us these autographs, he served us tea and cookies, he's so cool! What is this image like, that, that he drew here uh-huh. on these autographs? <laughs> I can't parse it. 
It's Polnareff. <laughs> is it? Excuse me. It's just the silhouette of Polnareff. Is it? Uh, hold on. I, I don't hold know. On. I got I to gotta inspect this. Oh, it my God. Big, it is a long tube of hair. Is that hair? What is this? He doesn't have arms. It's in his pockets or something. Are you That's, sure? That is way know. too extreme to be Polnareff hair. It's not coming straight up out of his head in a pure <laughs> it's, silhouette. It's, hair. it's, it's perfect Loggins Polnareff. It's Messina. It's gone Let's send it hair. to his final form. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Koichi goes home and finds out that his not diet is too effective in a terrifying way. He's like, <laughs> he's lost half his body mass. <laughs> you if can't you be up- alive like that. That's not how li- living works. <laughs> I love how terrifying he's like, what? What? <laughs> that would be deeply upsetting to just be suddenly half your weight, but nothing about your, like the rest of you has changed at all. He's freaking out. For good reason, but as he he's like, oh, it must be a stand user. And as he runs into the bathroom, he's like, wait, what was that again? And, and, it's, and it's gone. It must not have been that important. His I sister's like, what are you doing, bro? I Just run around your boxes. Scale was bro- oh, he does test the scale. He Never tests mind. The yeah. scale. He does test the scale. Oh, and by the way, for those of us who are not as brushed up on your metric, it means he goes from about 90 pounds to about 45 pounds. It is terrifying. Yeah, I, I do love how beefy he is. Oh yeah, he is he is buff, man. Like yeah, <laughs> he's he's a little lightweight, like featherweight boxer. Sort he's, of he's, he's a regular Hajime no Ippo. Yep. <laughs> ninety. Is there a weight class for ninety five pounds? If so, there shouldn't be. <laughs> In the red corner, Hirose Koichi. <laughs> like who else is in that weight class? Children. <laughs> Hazamada. <laughs> he is children. <laughs> they are. You're wanna, right. They, they are children. I just want to see Koichi punch the shit out of Hazamada. That would feel good. Wait, do they have a cat? Is that a fucking uh, litter box in his bathroom? Yeah, it is. Huh. They got a cat. They got no, confirmed. They, they're they're a cat and dog household. I don't think that's good. a litter box. I think that's a laundry hamper. Mm. It does not look like that. I don't see any turds. Could be a laundry hamper. It's like open. But, like, we see Josuke using something like this. Okay. When he, when he nope. shits in a box in his, <laughs> no, Nobody, his asshole. Yeah, that, who would make that a happened? wicker basket uh, <laughs> litter box? That doesn't make any goddamn sense. Yeah, that's uh, maybe not the wisest move. <laughs> I think it's a hamper. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> the controversy continues. So, um... <laughs> This is nothing. All right, so I need you to draw a wicker basket. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, can we just talk about how fucking relatable it is? Like, the next day, Koichi's going to school, and he's like, man, my shoes and my bag are heavy today. <laughs> and I'm like, heavy. big fucking mood. Yeah, it's a big mood. <laughs> Welcome to the real world, Koichi. Yeah. I'll tell you why it doesn't get any easier. Once you hit 30, you're just like, ugh, this is my <laughs> life. <laughs> So I love how throughout this, like the rest of the episode now, there's this really obnoxious film grain effect over everything. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, good. David Productions. David Productions is great. <laughs> like Koichi, he's like going to school and he looks up and he's at Rohan's house again. He's like, this isn't on the way to school. I should go. <laughs> how did I end up here? But he left the door open, so... Oh, we forgot! Rohan sketches Koichi. He gives us a Koichi doodle. The thing that we've been, like, saying and we've been loving, audience, that, like, 
Koichi Doodles and Araki's been doing, Rohan just sketches that during this episode. Yeah. It's yeah. Great. Very good. Mm-hmm. Be quashing with his pen and yeah. Yeah. And the episode <laughs> ends as Koichi enters Rohan's place and we see Josuke and Okiyasu being like, what the fuck is Ko- o- o- or Koichi doing? Understandable. <laughs> I like oh my god, Tim. <laughs> He's so fucking... I, I just posted the manga panel of him weighing himself. He's all he, head! His He's head is huge! He's such a fucking caricature. Oh my god. This seriously looks like Koichi went to Bush Gardens or like a theme park or something and got a caricature done of him. That's what it looks like. <laughs> yep. Yeah. He is his own nendroid. Look at how fucking big his neck is. Look at the <laughs> neck muscle. It's huge. It's, dude, traps for days there, man. <laughs> I would... I'll, I'll save this for the end. All right. So, Victor, how'd you like the episode? This is... Okay. Everything about it is really well done, and I wish I never see it again. <laughs> Good thing there's not another episode of this. Look, Victor, when we get to the end of JoJo and we have to like figure out what this podcast is going to do next, we're just going to do the episodes that you hate. No. <laughs> over and over again. Over and over again. No. Get ready for strength. Strength. Nijimura Brothers Part this 3. Part- <laughs> God, that one's just torture. <laughs> Would you like a stupid, and I will reiterate this, stupid Rohan Sensei uh, facts? Oh, Rohan facts? Plus plus interview. Oh, God. This is just going to be a. No, this is dumb and facts, aren't they? Okay, okay, okay. Somebody be uh, the interviewer. I'll be Rohan. Okay, I'll I'll be the interviewer. So, what is manga to you? Is that a question that my readers want answered? Yes. Don't lie. <laughs> you have to ask it because it's your job, right? Don't ask me stupid questions. Who do you admire? Koji Koseki. This <laughs> narrator. This answer is a the, lie. Grampy the narrator. <laughs> this answer is a lie. Ron believes that there's no one on earth greater than he is. No matter who it is, he looks down on them. Well, what is the most important thing to you in the world? Friends and family. This is a lie, too. There's nothing more important to him than manga. <laughs> he has no qualms with sacrificing everything for his work. And moreover, he's never felt lonely by the fact that he's alone. Jesus. <laughs> God, like, just... I love... Araki has all the subtlety of a fucking sledgehammer. <laughs> this answer is a lie. Rohan believes that there is no one on Earth greater than he is. Like... We also get fan letters here. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, wait, wait. school student. Your manga is amazing. Please keep up the great work. From a fifth grade student. Once you start reading, you can't stop. Please give me your autograph. <laughs> From a 21-year-old student. Your art is so weird. <laughs> From a high school freshman. Female. female. I reread the same chapter at least ten times a week. It, is it the same chapter? Like she's reading one? The same like chapter, chapter ten seven, times a week. Just ten times a week, chapter seven. <laughs> High school junior, male, a manga that irritates me when I look at it. <laughs> <laughs> the I especially sp- hate the colors. 
Anonymous. It's in black and white. Anonymous. This letter will give you bad luck. Send it out to 99 other people. Okay, that's a good gag that I have not seen anywhere, but like publishing a chain letter to the like fan mail or like recommendations is a great joke. Anonymous, don't get on your high horse, idiot. It's pronounced whole horse, idiot. I love you. Marry me. Office worker, age 28. I don't actually don't specify this one's female. Of course not. God, he started Pink Dark Boy when he was 16. I cannot imagine anything I did at 16 being worth anything. Right. In fact, I know nothing, none of it was worth anything. I can't imagine uh, anything I do now is worth anything. The only thing, <laughs> the only thing I did at 16 that was worthwhile was... Uh, Data Keisha. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was waiting for that. And I'm like, she's yeah. victim. Blink twice. She's in the room with me. <laughs> it's, it's literally the only thing that I've kept from when I was 16, basically. So. <laughs> all right. All right. Thank you all for watching. This is. Uh, where can we find everyone? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Los Grantalunas. That's Los underscore Grantalunas. You can find me, Tim, at Big Blue Zam, where we'll be posting uh, caricatures of uh, Koichi. <laughs> Big Azumata. dumb head. You can find me on Twitter at TF Waffleman, where you can hear me hype out about new Carly Rae Jepsen releases. Uh, you can find the the podcast on Twitter at Joestar All Stars. Find the podcast wherever you find fine podcasts: Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, Joestar All Stars. Fireside.fm. And if you want to contact us, just knock, knock, knock on that email door at Joestar oh All Stars. <laughs> you did it three times. It's hilarious. <laughs> we got there. Fundamentals of comedy. <laughs> I don't know. It made me laugh. You got it in. It counts. Thank you. Uh, yeah. If fucking did it. If that didn't make you vomit, please leave a five star review. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know. And if it did make you vomit, you're pathetic. You're weak. Get out of here. Imagine vomiting to a podcast. <laughs> Tell a friend. <laughs> Spread the word. Are we starting a new joke where we're just being mean to our viewers? We are mean to our listeners every single week. <laughs> this podcast is an assault on the senses. At this point, if you're still with us, you're into it. <laughs> Especially you who just started this episode. Implied consent. <laughs> yeah, they, they start on the episode with spider lingus. <laughs> that fresh spider taste. <laughs> no, you don't want an old spider taste. It's spider licking good. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh my god. Oh, kill me now. <laughs> we got Take a whole other Rohan episode, Victor. <laughs> Alright, this is for Just Our All Stars. Signing up for all of you spider-looking nerds out there. Say goodbye, JoJo. <laughs> goodbye, JoJo. <laughs> JoJo. <laughs> <laughs>
It's designed for them to fail. It, they're just torture. It's all psychological torture all the way down. Like, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what I want. That's what I want in a comedy show. Psychological Monster, torture. 